I just took my shoes off for the first time today. My feet smell. Oh boy. <laughs> it's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slay. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're looking forward to Brazil Comic-Con leaks. Ooh, I can feel the heat and humidity already. Yes, CCXP always takes us by storm, that's for Mm -hmm. sure. Star Wars almost had an entire script sell on eBay. Dang it, eBay. You are so close. So close. Uh, Green Lantern looks to be double dipping. Ooh, like I do at parties with chips. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I rotate the chip, though. So technically, that part of the chip hasn't been in my mouth. But if you really wanted to depress me, that part of the chip has touched my fingers. Uh, uh-huh. So, you know, it's not that exactly. That chip has been in the dip before. <laughs> it's not exactly like putting my whole mouth in the dip, but it's more like putting my whole hand in the dip. Whole hand in the dip. You know what? <laughs> do you wash your hands? I, I do wash my hands, but, you know, well, who knows uh, what happens between the bathroom and the chips. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, yeah, exactly. But, you know, who, who, who's counting? And more. <laughs> I so, mean, speaking of dips yes. and uh, chips, we just uh, came off the holidays and we had a... Uh, we are we the some, dips, that's for we sure. Had, <laughs> we had some friends over. They brought uh, a beer cheese dip, which was delicious and very much necessary because uh, for the first time, I would say in a, in a long time, the uh, Thanksgiving holiday out here on the West Coast was, like, chilly. I mean, I know you guys were getting, like, lots of snow and slush, but, like, that kind of downgrades to just kind of being colder than usual out here. But it was very taxing, I would say, just, like, on the gas lines in general in L.A. Because, like, like you know, people out here have, like, no uh, have no skin for cold. So everybody's got, like, their heaters on. And, like, our oven for the whole entirety of Thanksgiving was having issue getting up the temperature. So the turkey turned out a little bit wonky, but uh, long story short, I was glad the beer cheese was there because that was really good. Well, that that sounds that sounds exotic for, for Thanksgiving to have a, have a nice <laughs> platter of beer cheese laid out mm-hmm. there. Uh, mine mine revolved around um, uh, liquor, mostly, uh, to, <laughs> to be honest. We, I mean, we had the standard fare, you know, the, the Thanksgiving, the turkey, the mashed potatoes, all that stuff. But my dad and my mom, they have a... Sold a cabinet and it's full of just all t- types of liquor. And this year they had a bourbon blueberry, no bourbon blackberry whiskey. Whoa! Uh huh. Uh-huh. And a um, this orange vodka that smelled like tang as well. So <laughs> um, I, I got I got to dabble in some of that in this this week. Yeah, I mean you're you're in bourbon country, so you get a lot of that. Uh, you get a lot of those exotic tastes down there, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's always you know one of those things. Like some people will have some drinks, some people won't. But it's like. You know, if it's here, might as well help myself. It's, it's there to be there to be had, is what I've been told. So, yeah. well, this this sounds like the perfect segue for yeah. what I've renamed the top of the show called "What did you watch and what did you eat?" Because that seems to be the number one thing we talk about <laughs> the top of the show before we get into news. And it could be a whole show in and of itself. And we say <laughs> it every time, and I'm like, ah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. So, it's, uh, so to kind of start off, I would guess on a more um, obvious note. Uh, I think I said in a, in a group chat earlier this week, uh, uh, it's it's a phrase, so pardon my French, if you will, but I feel like a pig and shit mm-hmm. between uh, watching the new Watchmen series and Mandalorian. Uh, I, I'm watching, I feel like, some of like the best uh, nerdiest shows maybe ever committed to 
TV or maybe not like the best, but definitely original and creative and fresh. That's for sure. Meme worthy, Be- at least. Yeah, because uh, with The Mandalorian, I, f- I still feel like I'm st- still trying to get my grasp on it, like kind of what the show is. And since knowing it's only going to be like eight episodes and we're just going to kind of be in and out, and I'm assuming there'll be a second season. I don't remember if we said they yeah, greenlit one or not. Mandalorian? Yeah. They're already filming it. Like, yeah, they, they greenlit it actually yeah. back in Comic-Con. Yeah, so I'm really curious. I've been watching it thinking, what's the second season going to feel like? I still feel like I haven't settled into the show yet, but I can I can confidently say it's been a very fresh experience. And then uh, no spoilers for Watchmen here because I want everyone to watch it. But, wow, the last episode of Watchmen, which aired a week ago, so there's another one airing tonight, but the the one that aired last week was amazing. I mean, if, this, if they put an episode episode up to be for your consideration to be nominated for the Emmys it will be the one that aired last week it was one of the one of the most beautiful and unique ways I've seen like a flashback handled in a, in a TV series so because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the episode yet but it, it, it was a uh, it was pretty great I am I am familiar with this episode uh, simply because it is the talk of the town if, if you will say in, in the mm. nerd communities. Yeah, there were some revelations in in it as well. So, like, not only do you kind of get, like, a a beautiful kind of, like, cinematic approach, but also you're getting, like, kind of some bombshells dropped on, like, the Watchmen uh, universe. So, I mean, I'm sure people who are hardcore fans, they've they've kind of been all over up and down about this show. But, uh, man, I'm having a great time. Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. Pig and shit over here. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Which well, is a good which is a good phrase if you're not familiar with it because you know pigs are in barns rolling around in mud and they like it. So what I'm saying is I really like these shows. <laughs> Michael loves it. You can't get enough of it, so I'm hearing mm-hmm. over there. Uh I I can't say I've been I've been caught up. I mean, I really do love me some Disney Plus, if if you will. Um I, I don't know if you know this, but um, that the, the Little Mermaid they did that was live action. Like it feels like it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, the, ar- the the live stage thing. Right? Yeah, it's already on there. If you didn't oh. know that, like I was, someone was like, I'm like, like it didn't show up on Hulu. Where do I watch it? I'm like, well, hold on a second. So you just pull up the app and just look real fast. Like that's the mm-hmm. beauty of all this stuff. You don't have to go digging down a hole, if you will. So uh definitely definitely appreciate that but i mean i've I've been more of a a foodie you know uh right now i'm sipping myself some uh, limited edition sprite winter spiced cranberry and much to mike's disappointment there are no (laughs) other spices in here yeah why do you use the word spice in it like spice you thinking of the spice rack i don't know about you but i don't have cranberries in my spice rack so like if you're gonna say spiced it's the holidays throwing like some nutmeg throwing some cinnamon or something like that like you don't just give cranberry because that's not very original i mean sierra mist has been doing like cranberry like lemon lime soda for like years now like i want to say almost a decade they've been at it so sprite you're very late to the game here they are very late to the game and that's probably why they couldn't give it any other name they were like uh, <laughs> uh, cranberry sprites already taken so what are we going to do we'll just call it winter spiced um, and one of the spice girls I didn't know little, little known fact is one of the spice girls is winter spice if you know, oh, okay you know, no I'm kidding <laughs> the one uh, that didn't make the cut yeah the one that you don't know anything about um, but yeah so I mean it's it's been good and then I've also got to say the other thing Mike shared with me literally like an hour after I bought one is the uh, Holodew, the Mountain Dew <laughs> holiday flavor. I, but I, I wouldn't drink it until December, and now it's December, and I haven't had it today yet because I, I looked at it after eating uh, some chicken tenders. I'm like, oh, I'll drink this. And I'm like, oh, wait, 
this is 300 calories a bottle. <laughs> I need to pump the brakes a little bit, space this out. I'm going to be miserable later. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't compare my holiday do experience, but uh, I walked down the street and I walked into my local 7-Eleven and they didn't have any in the coolers, but lo and behold, they had it in slushy form, which is probably even worse for you. <laughs> so I felt very much like a grown man buying the smallest size slushy that exists, which is very small, very child, even in a child's hands, it would seem small. So I filled that bad boy up and I walked up to the counter and I wasn't buying anything else. You know, some parts of the country, their 7-Elevens have gas stations. It's not like I was even buying gas either. I was like, just hear me, this grown ass man (laughs) buying this tiny little slushy. Is Uh, it one down the road from your house? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, Uh, Well, I mean, I just, I mean, my thought process is like the gas station guy looked at you like you're literally baby Yoda. Uh, like <laughs> some sort of drink. You're just like, guys, you're big. Like, I just want this little cup, yes, please. I very, I very felt much. I was looking up from the from down below the counter, but it was clawingly sweet, but but very good. I mean, I like my sweet, so definitely is hitting that cranberry realm. But honestly, I would love to do like a double blind taste test with people if they could tell the difference between red flavored just candies in general, because it seems like cherries, strawberries, fruit punches, cranberries, they all kind of seem to taste the same. And I think the dew had like some pomegranate in it too. So, I mean, everybody knows the red flavored stuff is the best stuff. So I guess what we're saying, if you have the, if you have the calories to spare, go try this, uh, go try this clawingly uh, sweet Mountain Dew. Uh, I, I recommend it, but uh, maybe not good for the uh, the hypertense crowd out yeah. there. Yeah, if, after, if you're like, oh man, I feel bad because I ate so much for Thanksgiving, don't do it yet. Pump your brakes, <laughs> come back in a day or two, and then, then go for it, because Guarantee you're gonna you're gonna have that real bad sugar high, mm. followed immediately by a really bad sugar crash. Yeah, uh, for that. Um, and and I, yeah, what what can you do in that situation? Like that? <laughs> I don't even know. And but uh, you also you... had food, <laughs> snacks to go with your drinks. I'm, yes. I we, I mean, we, we're always talking about uh, new limited edition foods on this show, you know, just because what do geeks uh, love second best to nerdy stuff? It's snacks. I mean, yeah. I think we all love geeking out, watching stuff, eating snacks. So I'm a big Kit Kat fan. And Kit Kat just dropped literally today in the month of December this new uh, dark chocolate mint Kit Kat, which is something that you could get if you went to more of exotic across the pond Kit Kats. But this is kind of like, uh, I believe it's Hershey proper American Kit Kat. So you got kind of like this mint chocolate on the top, dark chocolate on the bottom. So I found it at a Walgreens. It's pretty good. So if you like mint chocolate stuff, hit that up. Uh, but outside of the food verse, Chris, I know I talked about watch stuff at the beginning, but I want to bring it back around no, bring to watch, it back if you around make a loop <laughs> so bringing it back around to watch it is officially the holiday season uh, Thanksgiving took a little bit longer so I feel like some people started their holiday watching before they even ate their turkey which is okay sons so of yeah <laughs> you know if you're over on Disney plus there's actually a ton of holiday movies on there like top tier stuff stuff that was actually really hard to find and stream just last year so you got like all of your home alones over there on Disney plus uh, you got the Santa Clauses which are which are high quality well at least the first one I don't know I've never seen the second one before but it might be fun to hate watch. And then you also got a brand new one called Noel with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. It's a North Pole Santa Claus movie. Um, uh, So we watched that one and 
I don't I don't know necessarily in my opinion if it's a Disney classic, but I, I talked with a super fan of the show Jim over Twitter. He said it was a cute a cute movie, so I'm assuming his family dug it. Uh, but you know you got some big you got some big people in this movie like Bill Hader, Anna Kendrick. There's some other familiar faces in this film, so it kind of seemed like Disney was like, all right, here we go. We got to get a Christmas movie ready for our Disney Plus launch. The script isn't that great, but we got a lot of money, so we can throw famous people in it uh billy eichner who was uh what timon in um in the yeah. lion king uh he's in here he's like santa claus's cousin or something doing it stuff so it's really it's really strange they really delve into kind of the responsibilities and mythos of the north pole and santa and it kind of falls apart a little bit much like these fantastic beast harry potter movies where once you start analyzing the magic a little bit too much you know if you're an adult watching the movie you might be like whoa hold on wait a minute what's going on here but i'm assuming if you're a kid you'll have a fun time watching uh noel chris i don't know if you've if you've caught it yet no i've not i, I was more interested in the uh, was it Thursday or Friday morning, they're like, Home Alone, now on Disney+. Plus." <laughs> yes, that is indeed the way to go on Disney+, now, Plus for sure. And I was like, yeah, this is a good Fox purchase. I'll, I'll give them that, so... <laughs> And uh, my my last uh, pseudo recommendation for a Christmas movie, which is also one I had not seen yet, was uh, we were commuting through um, through town the other day, and it popped up in my head. I was like, you know what Christmas movie we haven't seen before? This is me leaning over to talk to my wife. Was uh, Office Christmas Party, which came out a few years ago. I want to say 2016. Um, I was like, that was a movie we never got around to seeing. It seems like by now it should be streaming somewhere. So well, we pull up uh, our favorite app between me and you, Chris, the Just Watch app to see oh, where yeah. stuff is streaming. Oh, I, I, I shared that so many times this week. So. <laughs> and I don't know how often this happens to you, Chris, but you type in the movie and it's not streaming anywhere except for this quirky little named service called Fubo. It's like an orange square. Have you seen the Fubo square, Chris? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Fubu at first. And I'm like, <laughs> no one knows what Fubu is anymore, so. No, this uh, this is Fubo. Yep. So this this dovetails back into Thanksgiving. We had uh, we had, we had, uh, we had friends over for Thanksgiving. I wanted to make sure they had something to watch, a.k.a. the parade, the football games, you know, and I don't, I don't have cable, so I have no way to stream these things. So there, the, we're, we're, in a, we're in a wealth of cable-free alternatives that have one week free trials so i signed up for the one week free trial of fubo which i pulled around uh with our our visitors on thursday no one had ever heard of it before so uh i don't know how i heard of it fubo i'm assuming it was the just watch app if i remember right Mm -hmm. so i have a a week-long free trial of that so uh interestingly enough the office christmas party was streaming for free via fubo but was actually streaming through fx so kind of like you know the cable just has it on demand basically so we watched it through fx and you know it was it was pretty decent there were some uh, funny moments there uh jason bateman olivia munn uh they're kind of the the stars of the movie and then you kind of have to i don't know ignore or just pretend that tj miller isn't tj miller in the movie because he's a crazy man now who calls bomb threats on just innocent women on trains so uh i don't know what you do with tj miller in the movie but it's a little sad because when you're watching it you're just like man tj miller was a funny dude like he's funny in deadpool he was funny in silicon valley he's just a crazy maniac in real life so if you kind of want to watch one of the last hurrahs of tj miller and a holiday movie go check out a uh, office christmas party um not safe for work there is a there are some fronts and some bottoms in that in that movie so those would be my holiday recommendations chris well there you go uh i, I mean i'd be remiss to add before we jump into the news here to ask you if you scored any sweet black friday deals or cyber monday deals because i feel overall um 
that's been like kind of gone away with a lot of people. So I'm just like trying to figure out if anyone got any good thrills. It's not <laughs> well, a TV. Well, uh, we went to uh, we went to the mall to do some non Black Friday Christmas shopping, but we were there on Saturday. You know, and these deals kind of stretch on throughout the weekend. So we weren't looking for anything super specific, but we're like, oh, we got to get a couple things for some people, and and we might be able to find it from some stores there. So we're walking around, and we're actually there was a couple times where I was in some stores where some customers would go up to the people working there and be like, oh, do you have a sale going on today? And they're like, no, that was yesterday. Black Friday was yesterday. We don't have a sale going on today. So I was actually pretty surprised. Like maybe some of these sales in person don't stretch throughout the whole weekend. Uh, I guess they just do the big bang on Friday, the second big bang on Monday. So I guess uh, if you haven't gotten anything yet, maybe wait until Monday. Mm -hmm. But I was pulling some people. We We had people leave our Thanksgiving and go to Best Buy Thursday night to buy a huge TV that they couldn't even fit in their car but they found a way to they found a way to manage to fit it and the tv was so big when they got it back to their apartment it didn't even fit on their current tv stand so the tv's just on the floor now so uh i guess the deals were so good that you can buy tvs that you can't even fit in your home yeah i mean they're just they're just getting them bigger and cheaper every year so i i was told Mm -hmm. uh for me i i mean i i use this opportunity to clean up on the pop vinyls uh that i were missing Um, ah okay uh, because some of them like normally like 11 12 dollars they were down like seven dollars so i'm like you know that's really not bad because i need them anyway um but i also bought myself my first android tablet uh but a week ago um because black best buy started their black friday deals a well before that so um i think we talked about a little bit last week you know to play the uh, xbox Mm -hmm. uh, x cloud things but uh that thing, the battery on that thing has lasted almost all week, and I've only charged it like twice. So I'm really, really impressed with the battery life on this tablet. Yeah, uh, I mean, the iPad. I, I can reiterate the fact that the, the Funkos uh, were huge at the mall. There are several different stores. Obviously, you got Hot Topic. You got Box Lunch, if you have those, wherever you're listening. Uh, you got Funko Pops in Target. Uh, there was like a pop-up store that I sent you some pictures in that I was in the other day. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it used to be a Payless shoe. I swear the last time I was in that mall. Now it's just this big open uh, floor space with the walls lined with pops, which, you know, I'm not a big pop collector, but, you know, I don't mind going in there, walking through just kind of usually more of an amazement looking at all the IPs that Funko is allowed to license because it seems like nothing is off limits for them. Um, My wife, obviously, who's a huge Nickelodeon fan, she picked up a Nigel Thornberry because she didn't even know that was a pop. So that's a pretty good looking one. She also got a Steve Irwin, which is pretty cool. He's like holding a little alligator. I didn't pick any up, but this was my first time I kind of got to see like a larger selection of anime pops, Mm -hmm. which was kind of cool because usually I'm mainly seeing the superhero stuff that usually sells the most in the stores I'm in. So I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize they had so many anime licenses. So those pops were fun to see. And... um, I usually don't like the I usually don't like the visuals of the pops too much, but I sent you a picture uh, behind a glass uh, pane and they're like collectible, more expensive pops. They had yeah. a Wally and an Ava, which looked really cool because you know the black Funko eyes work really well on those figures. They almost don't even look like Funkos; they almost just look like Wally and Ava from the movie. So I don't know how much those cost, but I well, think you told me that uh, your wife Rachel has them. Yeah, well, so those two, so the two Mike showed me. Um, they they already have them, but they were in brown boxes because they released those uh, for Earth Day this year and one for Earth Day last year, oh, and those okay. are completely recycled boxes on those. Oh, so that's, the, that's the, cool. The brown paper bags. And those are box lunch exclusives in case you weren't knowing. Oh. They, they pop up back in stock every once in a while for like twelve fifty. Gotcha. I was was, uh, telling my wife this would probably be heresy for a lot of Funko collectors out there. But usually the eyes are the things that kind of um, 
rub me a little the wrong way because I'm just like, I feel like the life of the character is in there, but I'm just looking at these black buttons. So I kind of want to maybe get out a little bit of white paint and draw them like uh, like an actual iris and a they, real eyeball. They, I'm curious what that would look like. <laughs> they sell stickers for that. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow. You're, you're not I, alone I guess in that. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. That's that's well, pretty funny. It's funny you mentioned that. I look at the wall right over my computer thing here, and I see several with white eyes from Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them have slanted eyes if they're angry, like there's a Wolverine there. Uh, all the Spider-Man people, they, they don't have black eyes. They have the full Spider-Man mask covers, so they look kind mm-hmm. of natural. Uh, that Scarlet Witch has um, actual eyelashes, like eyelids over half of her eye, which is interesting. They, they're really getting more detailed. They're not just like sticking eyes on people. You showed me <laughs> the Venomized, uh, was it Groot? Uh, yeah, you, I you did. Saw. I, I'm assuming that is an adaptation from the comic book. I don't know where else it would have possibly yeah. come from, but I was like, that actually kind of made me go, I want to read whatever issue that came from I, Venom, the symbiote on a Groot. That's got to be really rad. Now, I think there could have been one. There was a, like a Venomized series for a while, but I, some of those, there's like probably, I think, 20 Venomized ones now. And mm-hmm. a lot of them were not from that. Oh. They were created strictly for the pops. Man, Funko's really flexing out there. They're just, they're just making brand new characters with Marvel IP. Yeah. Yeah. The worst part was, so um, two things. GameStop had Black Friday uh, random boxes. They had a Spider-Man gamer, a Deadpool gamer, and a Groot gamer box out there. Mm-hmm. And um, But you had a one in six chance of each one of those being um, uh, what were called a chase, which is a variant. Um, but they're also blind boxes, so you never knew what you were getting. So I went and bought three and ended up with two duplicates, was able to trade one. Mm. Um, but that's that's a dangerous hole. But uh, they released 10, or not 10, yeah, 10 inch Deadpools at Walmart on Black Friday huh. uh, of different shapes and sizes, or sh- uh, shapes and colors. So uh, if you're a Deadpool fan, you might be able to walk into Walmart and pick one of those up uh, over the next few days. I feel like nobody bought those. Man, so. I mean, speaking of GameStop, I feel like I need to have a, a, moment of, a moment of silence for one of my favorite websites, ThinkGeek, yeah. because last year ThinkGeek was its own standalone website, and it was a great place to go when I wanted to give people gift ideas for me, because I, I'm a grown man, I have everything I need, uh, people don't need to be getting me gifts, but people feel uh, either obligated or very much want to give me a present for the holidays, so usually if I couldn't think of anything, I'd go over to ThinkGeek and maybe go browse kind of through their, um, their uh, you know, genre genres or Marvel or whatever and maybe find a cool collectible but now I go to game I go to thinkkick.com and it's owned by GameStop and it, they don't even have the website up anymore well, it just takes you to GameStop and there's just like a think geek header to remind you oh we bought them but now you're just going to look through collectibles through our website so I was very turned off by that just the other day well I think think geek was bought out by them I, I want to say probably five years ago or so but then they they got they got shut down earlier this year because they couldn't keep up with all the the I guess the brick and mortar stores. Yeah, so, I would yeah I would imagine a GameStop was just like, well, no one's buying uh, physical games anymore. We just got to turn into a merch company, so we're just going to turn ThinkGeek off and funnel all those people to our website. So yeah, I don't know what do you, what are you going to do? <laughs> so that yeah. was kind of my uh, capitalist uh, marketing experience over the weekend. Yeah, your 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 Black Friday stuff, but yeah, hopefully we see we some see some cyber run. That's the hardest thing. I'm like, I don't want anything anymore. I'm good. What I want is some good news, Mike. How about oh, that? Let's talk news. some good news. Uh, good news. Star Wars is this month. We are in the month of Star Wars. Less Hell than three yeah. weeks away. 
it's I a mean, it's a great it's a great reminder whenever I open up my uh, Google Maps because it syncs and it reads all my emails. I don't know if that's creepy or not, but it, it shows my Star Wars screening pinned on the location of my movie theater. So oh, that's yeah. always fun to see. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I I mean it's great, and I've like I said, I've got two sets of tickets. I think my my in laws are going to take them um, for for my other showing, but I'm very excited. Um, word on the street is just those uh, they are coming out with an R2D2 popcorn bucket that <laughs> okay. doubles as a drink. It's got a cup and one half of it, and the other half's popcorn, <laughs> oh and it opens God. up to the popcorn. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say just do just um, also as a cup, so it's like oh, you eat your popcorn, and then you go take no. this giant tub over to the freestyle machine and just nope. It's it's two in one is what I've heard. So oh, just... man, I feel like there's some dangerous moments where you could get some soggy popcorn or some salty well, drink. They're very, they're very, like they're very. Well, from from the photos I saw, they're very, very dedicated. But I'm like, wouldn't your popcorn get cold from your oh, drink? Oh yeah, or your drink would get warm. Yeah, one of the two. Whatever, so... one of them's winning out, right? <laughs> yeah, but like they're they're very, very separate. Like it's a hard plastic divider between them. So, but anyway, JJ um, Abrams is doing something this week. I don't know where he is, what he's doing. Maybe early Star Wars press stuff. Um, but the runtime for this movie is two hours and twenty one minutes, mm-hmm. which is the same length as A New Hope, in the shortest films in the entire Star Wars Skywalker saga movies. <laughs> which is just funny because like two hours and twenty one minutes used to kind of be considered a long movie, but then I saw just over the weekend The Irishman came out on Netflix and oh, that Lord. thing's like three and a half hours long. I actually saw a helpful graphic. I haven't watched it yet, but somebody kind of showed you what minutes to stop at. I guess you can kind of break it up into four even chunks pretty easily. So I guess, you know, if you want to approach the Irishman from that direction, but two hours and 21 minutes, I'm totally down for that. I'm always looking forward to like a 90 minute movie. I mean, I just want to, I just want to be distilled to the most entertaining uh, portion. So two hours and 21 minutes, I, I nothing to complain about here. Not really. And, and honestly, if it was a longer and, and no one was liked it, we just, everyone would be upset. So, uh, this, this is great. Two hours and 20 minutes doesn't, doesn't, doesn't steam our broccoli. Mike mm-hmm. at all so <laughs> uh, but however uh, there was reports also I mean Abrams didn't t- point anybody out in this interview but a copy of a script was found by a cleaning crew and was tried to be sold on eBay John Boyega came forward was like that was my script uh, <laughs> but like uh, so the Disney some Disney executive got on eBay and bought this script before anyone else could for probably an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah, I was uh, I, I was poking around, and I don't know if all the news is coming strictly from the JJ interview or if maybe an article or a journalist out there elaborated at some point, but uh, JJ just said in the interview that Disney got it back. So yeah. I'm curious if Disney just kind of flexed it, its corporate muscles and just I'm sure all of these high-power CEOs know each other. So Bob Iger probably just got on the phone and was just like, hey, you got our script on your website. You better shut that down and send that to us like right away. So I don't know exactly how that well, happened. It, so I don't – it's hard to imagine that Disney actually paid for it, you know? Well, I, I mean my guess is, you know, uh, whoever – a cleaning crew isn't going to know what the hell they found. Like like I don't imagine that person be like, oh, my God, I got the upcoming Star Wars script kind of thing. So they're like, oh, we got a movie script from a, from a famous actor. Um, and my guess is that maybe a, a, like one of those Google news alerts popped up for them and like, Hey, this item's here because they probably knew it was missing by this point. Um, but my guess is probably like, here's a couple hundred bucks. Don't tell anyone what you read in it. Like, Hey, here's some money. Just don't tell anybody. And also sign this non-disclosure. 
So. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious. That means if somebody had the script and they were selling it, uh, because I read that uh, I, I, I'm assuming some cleaner found it and then the cleaner passed it on to somebody else to sell it. So I'm assuming that second party probably knew what they had. So if they went online to sell it, I wonder if they opened it and tried to read it. You know, I would assume if somebody was shady like that, they probably just... Uh, skimmed all the way to the back of the page. So this is just a good moment in time to say it's officially time to start watching out for spoilers. Who knows, like if somebody out there is selling like stolen movie scripts, these people could be like 4chan people out there like spreading well, uh, spreading rumors. And if he everything. had the script, th- obviously this was at least a year ago. So who knows? at least what's new and what's real at this point so yeah exactly um i thought the more interesting thing to come out of that interview though was jj was talking about how um how uh, leo was kind of being held in this movie they had a uh, carry they're using footage from carrie fisher from uh the force awakens and uh maybe not as much from the last film uh um Oh God! I, Last, Jedi. Last Jedi. It's like I knew Jedi's in there somewhere. Uh, so uh, they said that they wrote the script and they they wrote everything around the footage that they already had had yeah. even the lighting. So they didn't want to have to change anything at all. So now I'm kind of curious when those Leia scenes pop up in the film. I mean, JJ seemed very confident that these were like really great, and he was actually really surprised watching this stuff in the in the in the in the final cut of the movie because it felt like you know Carrie was very much still with them. So at least he's signaling that these very much fit in with the film but i feel like when i'm watching it i'm gonna be kind of like looking at the borders and the edges going like okay well where did they have to ride in is what she's saying organic to what we're watching in the movie right now or is just just kind of seem like it's being written around what she's already said so hopefully it's not too distracting either way but at least he seems very confident in the uh, carrie fisher princess well, leia scenes judging by the the footage we have seen in the trailers mike um I'm going to guess it's, like, right at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be like, this is just write it, and then just get it out of the way, and then move into, like, an actual story that, you know, they... Like, if they start that, like, they don't have to build around it. They just have to have it tie into the next thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that that might be uh, one way they, they, they do that, so... Um, but, yeah, they, they, we've, we've known that a little bit, uh, that they've been working on that for a while, to, to make Leia feel natural in this, and, and maybe... Uh, Get get some get some. I don't know if she has any action scenes yeah. or not in this one. Um, but we got JJ out there talking. We yeah. got people who have seen the script out there probably talking. So just prepare yourselves. Maybe uh, uh, maybe mute some keywords in your Twitter feed if you're Star really Wars. Just in general, you don't need to know anything <laughs> else. Just just as long as you have your tickets, you're good. Just make sure you're not muting Baby Yoda because you're you're gonna miss some high quality memes. Yeah. off of that little guy. Unless you haven't seen it yet, and in that case, you can mute it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. There you uh, go. But also on that note, there is new footage in international trailers. I'm I'm not going to link them. I'm not going to show anybody, but I did watch one of like, you know, the 30, 60 second international trailers. And there's some good, there's some new footage in there. There's some, some questioning stuff, you know, it's cool to see, um, uh, you know, but I mean, I'm not going to let, if you don't want to see any more footage, you want to go in as blind as you can. This is your chance to, but avoid those international trailers at all costs, Mike. Cause I know you want to not see that footage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I do not. Um, CCXP, and I forget what this is called, but it's the Brazil Comic Con is, is what it boils down to. We always, it, it goes under the rug, and then we're like, oh my god, a bunch of stuff just came out, what happened the week? So I'm, I'm ahead of the game this time, uh, because Kevin Feige will be going to CCXP to present like a 45-minute panel there, which means... We're going to see some future of the MCU stuff coming out of this panel. Like I, 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 I mean, expect leaks, I expect news, maybe some new casting announcements, I don't know. I mean, you you would think 
that um, maybe you wouldn't get a whole lot out of like a, a convention from Brazil. But the great thing about our podcast and our website in general is we, we log all of the stuff that we talk about every week. So I just right now searched CCXP on our website and I pulled up our show from last year where we talked about um, the convention and we had uh, news from Spider-Man Far From Home. We got to see a, a sneak preview of the stealth suit. We got a trailer release from uh, Captain Marvel Marvel, uh, the we were talking about Avengers Endgame news. There was like a new poster, so we definitely get news out of this convention, which is pretty surprising because you would think all the stuff maybe would come out of North America, but I guess down there in South America we get good stuff too. So be prepared. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what the the numbers are there, but I mean it's a, it's a huge convention all around. Um, what I'm interested in seeing, you know, uh, there are rumors again that a Black Widow trailer will drop this week. Um, so maybe oh, I can see that happening. They they have it there. Some extra scenes, some f- finished scenes. Maybe the first Eternals footage. You know, a year out would be interesting to see there. Um, and because mm-hmm. it's Brazil, there's usually more a few more leaks than than the American ones. So uh, I'm 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 going to be keeping my eyes on that and the, those notes popping up there if at all possible. So yeah, Kurt. Chris, it's, it's obviously we got to get freshly tanned. We got to get waxed. We got to start saving because we got to buy our plane tickets for Brazil next year. Because, uh, I mean, if we're going to go all the way to San Diego for Comic Con, we better keep going south so we can help Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll never notice. We, we won't stick out like sore thumbs at all, Mike. I promise. <laughs> but speaking of that, yes, uh, the Black Widow trailer is rumored to drop December 4th, which is, in fact, what, Wednesday, I think? Or Thursday? I don't know what day it is. Yeah, uh, or yeah two, we're recording Tuesday, here Thursday. on the first for Sunday. Yeah, yeah, but I guarantee you, if it doesn't drop this week, it will at least be before Star Wars. This month. yeah, it seems like this would be a missed opportunity for Disney to keep the ball rolling on their uh, their big budget temple movies. So yeah, we'll don't forget right those Marvel it. movies. It's, it's essentially what mm-hmm. we're at at this point because even Far From Home's been on DVD for a couple months. So uh, when's when's the next thing? You know, they didn't drop any shows on Disney Plus. Uh, it's Star Wars month, man. Star yeah. Wars. So give us. Give you know, us I wouldn't be surprised with the amount of um, with the amount of uh, effort and attention that they're putting into the uh, Marvel uh, Disney Plus shows. That maybe when these uh, Disney Plus show trailers drop, I mean, this is going to be the first time I feel like a trailer drop is going to be a really big deal. Even when like trailers would drop for shows like you know Daredevil or Punisher or Luke Cage, you know, it was there was never. Um, the quite the same amount of fanfare if you will you know things would kind of like slowly bubble up and we might talk about it more and more the closer the show got to releasing but i i would imagine when the first trailers drop for these shows it's going to be just as much of a big deal and we might see them in theaters also as well so i doubt maybe they have any of this stuff ready but it would be kind of cool to go see star wars and then not only do you get a black widow trailer but maybe you get a trailer for a falcon and the winter soldier that would be rad yeah i mean i mean who knows where what we they could be doing or will the post credit scene start tying into the Disney plus shows mm-hmm. instead of just the next movie overall. So I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of questions and then, you know, we are, that's the best part about being in this phase is they're not repeating phase one, two and three again, Mike, they're not doing it. Like they have a whole opportunity to do something different and, mm-hmm. and play with that. So let's, I'm really excited where they take it, uh, which gives us to the next point. Wanda vision here. Uh, the rumor is that the character villain nightmare uh, will be a villain in in this show. Um, mm-hmm. And this villain would also, rumored, carry over to be the villain in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness as well. 
Oh, now that's interesting. So, you know, maybe that would kind of help lay uh, lay the groundwork for trying to explain origins of villains. Because even though we have the, this very flush universe of heroes that have been explained already, we don't have the explanations of the villains kind of ready to go. So, yeah, maybe kind of putting in the groundwork on Disney Plus might be a good way to go. Um, you know, obviously people be out there complaining that like oh you mean i have to watch wandavision before i go watch doctor strange hubbub it's just like come on uh, we've said it before a month of disney plus is cheaper than a single if, movie ticket just 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 do the thing and if you, know, you don't watch it if you don't want to watch <laughs> wandavision but you want to watch doctor strange you don't get the complaint like yeah. <laughs> you know what you're getting into with these movies uh but again they could probably stand on their own and i, I don't think they'll all have to be connected you know a lot of the, the other movies do uh, but Doctor Strange is, in fact, a sequel. WandaVision, they've been in other movies as well. Um, what's interesting is, you know, Nightmare is uh, a, a ruler of the dream dimension. Uh, and uh, he has, like, the ability to feed off the minds of, like, dreaming beings. So he's kind of like, um, what was that, the uh, the DC or Vertigo comic Sandman? Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe they're trying to beat... Um, Netflix to a Sandman style character. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, if, if you don't know there's someone ruling or powered by dreams and dream power, you know, that'd be an interesting villain to to deal with. At the all, end. all I know is I'm ready to see some more badass magic, especially from Doctor Strange, because at least the way he manifests his magic, it, it's very interesting and unique. You know, you might be seeing, uh, you might be seeing like chains or you know just like random stuff. Uh, with Wanda, I feel like I've only seen red energy, which is very powerful, so that's very helpful. But you know, I'd like to see maybe some other ways that that manifests in her show. Yeah. And, and and like really why what is the main villain of that show is it herself mm-hmm. or somebody else like you said pulling her strings so interesting Moon Knight uh, here's another big rumor is uh, we'll introduce the character Werewolf by Night uh, his name is Jack Russell which what <laughs> like a, a terrier name, right? yeah <laughs> uh, so um, Werewolf by Night is, was introduced in the uh, Marvel comics of moon knight um and you know he has some ties to blade and possibly morbius yeah Um, i mean that's the first thing that popped into my head like oh if we're talking about werewolves here we're going to be talking about vampires sooner or later with blade so i don't know if moon knight's gonna come just before blade or if maybe they'll come out around the same time but we could kind of be looking kind of at this kind of like uh spooky spooky villain scenario phase of marvel coming up soon here yeah, I, so I mean, I don't know what they could do with him if it's just going to be like, you know, is he uh, a werewolf and, and and you know, a villain, or is it like if he's Moon Knight and werewolves, you know, turn into werewolves by moonlight? Is it is it related to that? Are you seeing? It sounds like you're seeing the Sailor Moon uh, intro song there. Uh, but I mean, if uh, WandaVision can can key into Doctor Strange, maybe Moon Knight will key right into Blade. That would be rad. I'm down for this. Uh, and werewolves are cool. I mean, I always like seeing werewolves on screen. So however I can get them, give them to me. Yeah, and uh, fun fact, Werewolf by Night was originally, uh, there was a script written in 2005 that was going to start filming, but the uh, nothing else took place. So there was a script floating around in the mid-2000s to do a Werewolf by Night movie. So <laughs> that's really weird. Black Panther 2, another rumor here, dropping, will introduce Doctor Doom and Latveria to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
Hey, I think we briefly talked about this before. If I could yeah. do a, if I could do a, c- a command F search of just a <laughs> audio of the podcast, I feel like at one point in time we've uh, brought this up, talking about the future of Wakanda. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, w- eventually when you talk about Doctor Doom, you're gonna have to, uh, you're gonna have to talk about Latveria and his country. It's very much of an origin to his character. Um, I mean, I guess they kind of downplayed it in the last weird Fantastic Four movie we got. Um, but I mean, if you kind of got these two magical kingdoms, uh, wouldn't we love to see them fight? And I think we also talked about, you know, maybe Namor's undersea kingdom could kind of be like the, this, uh, kind of trifecta battle. I don't know. There, there, there's something similar in there. Well, and also, you know, we talked about, you know, there it, after in infinity war, there's a five year gap, right? Mm-hmm. What did, what, I mean, and Wakanda went public. So what happened to Wakanda in that five years? What does Africa and the nation look like? What does the world look like with all these people gone? Did someone try to take over someone, you know, was this Dr. Doom or this, this very country helping fund and, and keep the, the economy and country alive during this time? Yeah, no. maybe maybe um, maybe Doctor Doom wasn't dusted, so he just kind of had free reign to like rise up. Maybe Latveria was just kind of like this small little country, and then when uh, half of the world disappeared, they rose up. Maybe they started selling arms, they started seizing lands around them. The country started growing and growing and growing, and now all of a sudden it's like a problem. So uh, there's there's so many kind of like a uh, um, uh, pol- there's like so many political stories you could be telling uh, with that. And uh, it has a presence in the comic book um, known as Doomor in like 2010, and that's a uh, deals with Doctor Doom's overthrow of the royal family of Wakanda. So Ooh. there is a pr- uh, precedent of Doomor. People people like this. People really really like this six issue series. So uh, you, I definitely think we could they could make that happen in this upcoming thing, especially with Fantastic. Like you don't need the Fantastic Four to introduce Doctor Strange. We all know, or not, not Strange, Doctor Doom. We all know who he is, right? Yeah. And where all these medical schools, all these 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 superheroes and villains are going to? Letting them be doctors <laughs> all over the place. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you run your own country, I guess you can uh, anoint yourself anything that you yeah. want to what, be. Was it an online school? Did they go to Phoenix <laughs> University? He but, went to Phoenix University. Yeah. I mean, he paid up. I mean, he paid. He got to the degree, so he he's he, he's good to go. While being a working man. <laughs> Uh, Eternals is currently filming. I've not heard of any more bomb scares on set, Mike, so we're good. But the movie <laughs> will apparently feature a conflict of the characters, the Eternals and the Deviants. Do you remember who the Deviants are? <laughs> I feel like every time we talk about Eternals, it's like I'm back in like class and like I'm getting a pop quiz from you, my teacher, and I'm just like, okay, what were the Eternals again? I, like you always think that they're aliens, they're not aliens. They're er- they're very much earthbound, but then there's Deviants, which are like the it's like Kingdom Hearts, and it's like they're like the heartless version of them. They're like the bad guy version of the Eternals. So the Deviants, they're not the Celestials, right? Correct. So the okay. Celestials <laughs> created the Eternals. And the deviants, they are two um, results of, of their their messing in, in in human evolution. So the Eternals are like godlike power, like physically beautiful, and the deviants are like very hideous and like they like have some sort of physical or mutation. Um, 
but like the, the the rigid chin of the scrolls and Thanos, that's part of the deviant gene. Oh yeah, I remember you bringing that up. I guess the only thing that I would be worried about here is kind of the same thing that we saw in the first Ant Man movie, or that we've seen in Black Panther, where the bad guy is just kind of like an alternate color shifted version that they're just kind of fighting themselves, but the other half just happens to be bad. But I guess you know visually, it seems like they could look very much different. It's not just going to be like Yellow Jacket, who's in the same suit, but it's yellow yeah or it's not gonna be like a uh killmonger who's literally almost in the exact same suit except it's a little golder and not purple so yeah it would be kind of cool maybe if they looked a little thanosy and uh i don't know maybe they could tie that in well, there somewhere who knows but also but also the thing is like you said they they're they're not beautiful people they they're their they're mutations give them like some sort of ability but it's not like it's never like the same ability per person because it's a mutation not a mm-hmm. something so you know we could see like uh i i guess a classism or like you know class classes like oh the the eternals like think they're above everybody and then the deviants were like maybe they're slaves or something i don't know because they're not i, I there's some something they could do in there because this movie's gonna take place across thousands of years so but um the the deviant war would be interesting to see you know how why do we not know about all the eternals you know mm-hmm. what happened what wiped out a lot of them what what made them go into hiding kind of thing i just hope really they nice. can if this is going to take place over thousands of years, I can imagine that maybe this could take place over multiple planets or galaxies. Maybe it's it's weird if it would all they're, take they're place Earth-based. on Earth. Yeah, so uh, maybe we could see um, uh, maybe flashes of maybe what happened on Titan. You know, if Thanos was a deviant. I, I would just imagine there's a scenario where the Eternals maybe find out that, oh, if the deviants are left uh, unchecked, uh, one might turn into Thanos and, like, destroy half of everything that's living in existence. So maybe that maybe that, that's when they start squeezing the deviants a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, also the Celestials, I think, always come back and check on their work or something like that, and they don't mm-hmm. meet their standards. They just, like wipe them out or something i don't know we, we these movies never really follow any of the books they kind of do their own thing anyway so we'll see where that goes you big fan of the x-men movies before marvel <laughs> had them big fan mike uh i think it's uh down to a coin flip at this point in time. yeah yeah half or half but apparently eight of the x-men movies from from the fox news are on disney plus in australia hmm. does this mean we might get them over here later they might bring them into the fold yeah i don't know um I mean, I guess they're they're not too dark. I mean, if you, they mean, they're, it's all PG thirteen. There's PG thirteen movies on Disney Plus, but you know, what about the Deadpool movies? Those are very well, much rated R. I don't think I've come across the rated R movie on Disney Plus yet. There's not. So just to, just to let you know, Deadpool, Deadpool two, and Logan are the only movies not on there mm-hmm. uh, in Australia. So my guess would be they do all the main ones, and then those three would just if they bring them, they go to Hulu, kind of thing. So, but I mean, mm-hmm. do you care? Again, I don't think the average person knows or cares because the X-Men animated series is on Disney+. Plus. Sorry, every time I hear that X-Men animated, that just pops up into my head. Yeah, it's so everyone's like, do you want to skip the intro? I'm like, no, I don't want to skip the <laughs> intro. Um, but, I mean, I don't think the average person would know or care if the X-Men movies are on there. Simply, it's just a streaming service rather than mm. having to go to the Marvel tab. They could live under, you know, just generic yeah. movies. So. Take all of your desire that you want that you want to watch these live-action X-Men and just pull it into X-Men the Animated Series. Because I'm telling you, Disney's, they got the analytics. They got the receipts. Watch that show over and over and over and over and over again, and then I bet they'll greenlight another series. It just seems so iconic for them not to want to do I, it. I think... 
I think your nostalgia is is betraying you because <laughs> that does not hold up as well as you think it does. So maybe if they do something new with it, but that some of that stuff is weird as hell. <laughs> so I'll tell you that right now because I I have watched several of those episodes so far. But anyway, if you guys want your X Men movies on there, let us know. I'm interested to see if anyone cares at all or not. Maybe 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 if you watch X Men the animated series, they'll release New Mutants on Disney Plus just for you. The like, this person wants it because they keep watching the animated show over and over again. That, that sad <laughs> yeah. person. Umbrella Academy, one of those, uh, you know, Mike talked earlier, uh, to use his phrase, yet again, pig and shit, uh, one of the, <laughs> the best shows I think this year, Umbrella Academy. Uh, season two has wrapped filming after six months of it for the Netflix show, which means I think we're probably in for uh, season two on the, the releasing on the, I guess, anniversary of season one, if not before. Yeah, uh, I believe it came out around Valentine's Day, uh, season one. So I, I can't imagine why they wouldn't want to hit that exact same uh, week, uh, since they I we, we don't often get numbers from Netflix, but they said that it was performing exceedingly well, better than some of the other superhero shows, kind of in uh, network TV. I believe they were compared to The Flash, doing better than them last year. So bring it on, season two. Uh, I, I I'll need a refresher for sure. Maybe the Netflix recap of season one won't be enough. I'll do my thing, you know, where I go on YouTube and I look for kind of like a fan-made recaps of season one because a lot happened and I don't quite remember everything that went down. So uh, I'm excited time, for season time two. travel and people who wear bear hats. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's there's monkeys and there's like squid ghost arms. So there's a lot but, to catch up on. But does it matter? Spoilers for the end of this. You can jump ahead if you want to. But at the end, they just time travel back and redo it all. So do you even yeah. need to watch anything again? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Starting fresh, season two. Just jump right in. Uh, the Batman, the movie from this report from Variety earlier this week, uh, that says contradictory to previous reports that only a handful of scenes are actually set in Arkham Asylum and not the entire movie, despite the number of villains they keep casting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess I missed the, I guess I missed that rumor when I blinked for a second because I didn't know that there was uh, something floating around that the movie was mainly going to be taking place in Arkham Asylum. So I guess we, uh, I guess we uh, whiffed that, uh, whiffed that rumor segment in, on the show. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was one of those things. I mean, it, it's we were going to say it was either following the Long Halloween. Or there was another story where he he's just literally in, um, Arkham. Uh, in Arkham Asylum the whole time. That uh the uh I think it's I think the 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 story is literally maybe just called Arkham Asylum. But man, that book is crazy. The art in that one is just all over the place. It's very surreal, very creepy, and that would be a we that would be a hard tone to match on a film unless you went extremely stylized like. Some something like in the realm of like Sin City mixed up with a weird like expressionist film. So uh, yeah, I'm fine the, if the whole movie's not in Arkham. That doesn't bother me too much. Yeah, maybe maybe a sequel. I don't I don't know, but I mean, yeah, it's have some fun with it. I mean, I think the Arkham games are fine, but nah, it, it, that'd be a claustrophobic movie for such a a large cast. You know, mm-hmm. for who they have. But on that note, uh, we I know we have Superman fans who listen to the show. Apparently, there there's no Superman film on the radar to hit screens before 2023 at this time. Henry Cavill's busy, man. He's got The Witcher coming out soon. If that goes really, really well, I'm sure he'll just right, roll right over into season two production. Well, they already, uh, they've already committed to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, last week or two. So. And uh, I believe he... 
uh, he did. I don't remember if he died or not in the last Mission Impossible movie. I'm trying to remember. There's no body, but he fell in an exploding helicopter. He got that hook in the face and everything. Oh God, that's right. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. But uh, he he was. I'm pretty sure he's getting other movie roles. So I think Henry Cavill is just kind of like maybe if the stars align, I'll still be Superman. I believe he quoted saying he still got he still has the quote unquote cape in his closet. But I think I think he's doing like a soft move on. He's just kind of like you know I'll keep my career going. I got other things to do. You know. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Because it is, by 2023, it'll have been 10 years since Man of Steel. Like, wow. I feel old. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh, so there's no solo movie in 10 years and you're still the same actor. Like, quit dragging your feet with him. Do something with Superman. Like, like if you're going to, you know, even if it's, you know, your last attempt wasn't good, at least do something with him. Get someone in there who wants to do something and do it. Like, because otherwise you're just wasting you know the character. Ooh, you know Henry Cavill. If he came back, I'd, I'd, I'd watch him. But it, they gotta, they gotta not Batman v Superman that guy. <laughs> they gotta give him something else. So crossing my fingers. Yeah, send him to space. Send him out to space because in space there are Green Lanterns. And mm-hmm. Green Lanterns, other than getting a show at HBO Max, the movie is still a priority at Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. So let's see here. The slate at Warner Brothers right now. So the next Warner Brothers movie we have is Wonder Woman, correct? Birds of Prey. And Birds of Prey. Okay, I was going to say Birds of Prey would be is next. So we got one. Yeah. We got Wonder Woman. We got Birds of Prey. Um, Suicide Squad correct. would be coming out. I don't know if that's After next. That. And then is is. is Aquaman or is nope. it Black Adam that the, would be next? The Batman is the same. The Batman, then we might then either Black Adam or something like and that, and then then uh, Aquaman and Black Adam, and then such, possibly Shazam too. Yeah, such a such a crazy slate of Warner Brothers movies. But the funny thing is, if you kind of look back and you think about kind of like these ragtag characters that might be a little bit more um, B class, you know, like Shazam. You know, the 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 MCU kind of started out in a similar way. I mean, not to their choice you know they started out with lower tier characters so it's not unheard of for a movie studio to just kind of take a good story for a character and just elevate them so it's cool that shazam is getting elevated hopefully black adam will get the same treatment uh maybe we'll return to aquaman and he'll be badass still mm-hmm. uh there's man there's a lot of interesting stuff we'll get a joker too at some point in time that's gonna happen oh lord um, but Green Lantern, I, I hope well, they I hope they do him justice. The thing is, I, I really like Green Lantern because he's he he's a sci-fi character in in the DC world, which doesn't usually dive into sci-fi too often. And mm-hmm. again, if knowing Superman and uh, what was his name, uh, Doomsday, um, and they're all aliens, right? Like aliens exist. Why not explore that a little bit? And Green Lantern would be a great show to a great movie to do that. And what they could do, and because there's been so many people who have been Green Lantern, was Hal Jordan or Guy Gardner or um, I can't think of the other one's names, uh, Kyle Rayner. Um, oh, what's the other one? The one that was in the cartoons all the time. Uh, John Stewart. Um, wh- like they could have several two in the movie and then two in the show and not have the same characters at all. Yeah, you know, that's true. They could tie it in together if they wanted to. I, I don't know if they will or not. Um, but Jeff Johns, the the, the guy who, who who worked on Green, Lantern, I have a lot of his Green Lantern stuff behind me right now, actually on my shelves. Uh, will deliver the script before the end of the year, so he's got a month left to give them a Green Lantern script and see yeah. if they do it. 
And having too many successful Green Lantern properties would be a good problem for HBO Max to have because the streaming service is not even out yet. They don't know how successful it's going to be. So if they have to deal with maybe a little bit of confusion out there in the marketplace of people not knowing which Green Lantern to attach well, themselves to, I'm sure they'll be fine with it. Well, they, they do that. I mean, it, it, Green Lantern's a Berlanti production, right? And he does that with The Flash already. Mm-hmm. And not a, not a problem at all. So I mean, um, have have some fun with it. He's got a green ring and he makes things. Go Green Lantern. Uh, but also, J.J. Abrams and his Bad Robot Company, because of their deal with Warner Brothers, will have a first producing dibs on this movie as well if they want to. Hey, it's never it's never a bad idea to have J.J. Abrams kind of give you notes on a script. He would go Star Trek, Star Wars, Green Lantern. Very similar here. You know, a mm-hmm. bunch of space stuff, basically a bunch of space people. So I'd, I'd be down with that. In fact, I tell you what, put J.J. Abrams, let him give some hints to Avatar, the movie series. <laughs> um, apparently, there's a big post saying they did the last live-action day of filming in 2019, which means that there's probably more filming going on, and they're just mm-hmm. taking a Christmas break because Hollywood shuts down for, like, the the, the, holidays. the holidays. Yep. But it appears to be a submarine-looking machine, a big boat, probably not the Titanic, despite James Cameron's involvement, and a bunch of blue underwater effects here. Yeah, I think the only thing we know about the next Avatar film, it's supposed to be very heavily influenced by uh, underwater exploration, which is something that Cameron likes. Who knows what the subsequent movies will end up doing. But Well, is this cri- even two? Because I think they're filming like two or three of them at the same time. Yeah, I thought maybe we, we did have that report a while ago that he was just filming all of the live action stuff at once. And then he would get, and then they would kind of go through and make all of the movies out of it. Uh, I mean, that could be possible. I mean, Cameron is a as a master movie maker. I mean, I we know his name was attached to the last Terminator movie, but he didn't direct it. And there, apparently, there was a conflict between uh, him and what was it Tim Miller, Tim, Tim Miller. who directed? Yeah, uh, I read an article. I think it was in Variety about how they clashed, but they were still friends. And when uh, you know when they're in town, they still get beers together. So I guess Cameron's very much a visionary still. So I'm. Yeah, like you said, I'm really curious. It, yeah, are they doing the the live action filming for all of it now? Yeah, and then also, I mean, we are literally a year away from the the second movie. I don't know if you knew that or not because it's December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Or uh, no, I guess we're two years away. Sorry, two yeah, years it'd be, away. Two, Sorry. It'd be two years. Uh, I keep thinking it's twenty twenty already. So, um, <laughs> so they're two years away. You know, if they're filming two and three, and then they're just going in and doing all the effects for the rest, because most of those movies are people playing other people. Like alien so, people. So. so, Chris, I have to tell you this. We talk about oh, no. on the show all the time, is Avatar hype dead? Who Like this this movie, it seems like it came out a long time ago. Everyone just said it was basically Pocahontas and they moved on again. And they just chalked up the box office to, you know, just the, the 3D the gimmick. Yeah. But, but, I mean, at first I thought maybe it was just the Disney algorithm trying to fudge things. Like if you go look at like popular, all of like the categories that Avatar might appear in on the Disney Plus app, it's very much in the trending, popular, hit movie section. So people are watching Avatar on Disney Plus. But if you're a little worried thinking that maybe Disney is just funging the numbers to make it look more popular. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, I have the Fubo streaming live cable random service that I'll only have for a couple more days. But if you look at their hit trending movies on Fubo, you see Avatar on there. So people are out there still watching this movie. So maybe it's not really important to us right now, but it seems like people have access to it now and they're re-exploring it. So um, I was looking through... The only way I'd watch is if I didn't have to pay for it. So (laughs) I might watch it, but man, I'm not excited. 
Well, I I think we've already promised the listeners that we will indeed do kind of like a a recap spoiler cast, Uh, something for the first Avatar film. Because, I mean, if we have all of these films coming out, we kind of we got to be versed in what's about to happen. So it looks like we'll be able to watch it for free. What if that next one bombs and they got like we already got three more done? Like it's it's hard. It's honestly it's hard for me to imagine that it bombs. I feel like with everything built in around it, I can agree that it could end up being just a very, very bad movie movie but i feel like this is kind of like at the very least it's going to be like transformers formula where they'll keep printing money whether people like it or well, not so. i mean who knows with disney taking over disney's not going to put out their december movie and, and make it bad they yeah, might make exact- them redo something yeah if if disney is great at anything they can turn any property into at, at the very least mediocre so uh i'm hoping hoping for better but uh, i was looking through the tweet thread and the the uh, Avatar Twitter account was responding to people, and people were like, hey, when are we going to see a trailer? And they're like, oh, sorry, it doesn't look like you're going to be seeing anything soon, but looks like they're kind of committed to releasing more stuff for the public next year. So be on the lookout for maybe some more like set photos, I guess. Yeah, set photos. I mean, maybe, maybe – I mean, we have the, the kid actors. I want to see what they look like as Na'vi. Um, I played a game yesterday, a movie game, and someone said the, the – the the spirit god they prayed to his name like his clue was one word for avatar and i'm like you didn't say pandora or navi or anything like that i was very lost so <laughs> anyway in other news uh lastly here king kong versus godzilla pushed back eight months to november 20th 2020 um i don't know what it would have been around to to push it back uh from march to to November, my guess is possibly some reshoots or CGI enhancements for this movie. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it's the fourth movie in this little franchise here. Like, what what are we missing? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think I'm just gonna do uh, do what I what I what I'm gonna do with I did with the other movies. I mean, I didn't see them in theaters. I actually haven't seen the King Kong movies or the Godzilla movies. So at this point in time, I might as well just go in completely blind and watch uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong with no backstory whatsoever and just kind of see how it holds up. Might be a fun experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree. So, but yeah, that's it. Um, I do want to add uh, one thing here. The last bit of news, Mike, it's not, not related to this. However, um, Thor Ragnarok and The Last Jedi are joining Disney Plus this week. Oh, this week. Oh, well, that was funny because I was just on uh, Netflix, I think, earlier today. And when I was scrolling through, I saw that they're still prominently uh, putting uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi up front. So, uh, well, it might be, maybe that's... it's this month. I, I know I know Ragnarok is this week, so maybe Star Wars is later. Maybe they wouldn't drop them both at the same time. Mm, I guess they, they wrote that contract just right for Netflix. Oh. Like, you're going to lose this movie uh, just before the next one comes out. I'm, I'm sorry. The Last Jedi is December 26th. There we go. Uh, well, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to just uh, try real hard to remember what it looked like. I wonder if there's gonna be a gap. Like, is it literally is it gonna be turned off of Netflix and then like an hour later is it gonna be on Disney Plus or is there gonna be this weird nebulous zone where you can't stream it anywhere? I I don't know. That'd be that'd be interesting. What's what's weird is I'm I'm looking. There's a trailer that came out to uh, to today, like literally not too long ago. No, this morning. Uh, about the Disney Plus uh, movies that are coming out and shows, like, hey, here's the, sh- the things coming out this month, and they're not in release day order, and that's freaking me out. <laughs> like, why would you do this to me? Like, Oh, okay, well, we have our answer. I just Googled uh, what's leaving Netflix in December, and Star Wars The Last Jedi leaves December 25th. So it is, it's turnkey. The next day it's on Disney Plus. Uh, I guarantee you within a minute 
It's, it's going to be one of those kind of things. So Yeah, so there you go. You'll still be able to stream it before you go check it out in theaters because, Chris, I still have not rewatched The Last Jedi since I saw it in theaters and we talked about it on the show. So I'm going to have to revisit it before I go uh, Before I go mm-hmm. check uh, uh, Skywalker. I, I, I watched uh, The Clone Wars this weekend. That was horrible. That was a horrible <laughs> experience. I, 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 golly, I thought, I thought it was better than Phantom Menace, but it is not. Uh, I mean, it's so easy to hurt yourself with Disney Plus. I mean, it's just so easy to hit play. There's nothing in your way, and then it's just like, oh god, I'm watching the Clone Wars. No, why? <laughs> yeah, well, I, not the Clone Clone Wars. Attack of the Clones is man. It's just the dialogue and the acting is so wooden and awful. I hate sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> killed them. The women and children. It's Obi Wan's fault. I'm like, why is it his fault? He's not even there. He's <laughs> off on Camino fighting Boba Fett's dad or whatever. So. I don't know, man. That was just a... No one hates Star Wars more than a Star Wars fan. I'll tell you that right now. I, I agree <laughs> that, with that. That is, I, I have a little Star Wars nugget before we kind of uh, end the show here. Uh, back in the day, do you remember the Rosie O'Donnell show? She had a talk show during oh, yeah. the day. Um, I don't know why I watched this show. I don't know if it just happened to be on right in the middle of the day, kind of when I got off the school bus. But I remember watching a hefty portion of the Rosie O'Donnell talk show. And uh, I remember one segment that they did when the uh, when the prequels were coming out. They were promoting the prequels, and everyone was talking about it. So they brought these people on the show to do Star Wars trivia. They were just Star Wars fans, and it was these two Star Wars fans they brought in off the street, you know, quote-unquote off the street. You know, I'm sure this was all planned, and they were dressed as Jedis, and they were competing in a trivia contest against one of, like, the producers on the show who was also a, stealth, a self proclaimed star wars nerd so they're they're doing this back and forth and they're doing this uh trivia and i don't know why this memory is so vividly stuck into my head i've just never forgotten that this happened on tv maybe it was just the first time i've seen like nerdy trivia on tv and i was a nerdy person who watched star wars so i was like oh my gosh representation on the television nerdy representation but i always remember this one specific question they had to go to like a tie break around and one question was what was the room number that uh princess leia was kept in in a new hope i don't remember what the new room number was but i remember it was a question so I find out just the other day that one of my wife's friends, her fiance, was one of those two Jedis on this random Rosie O'Donnell show asking these trivia questions. And it wow. just blew my mind how small of a role this was. So uh, my wife was just on the couch and she's just like, oh, babe, you're going to you're gonna love seeing this. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, our, uh, my friend's uh, fiance was on Rosie O'Donnell back in the day doing Star Wars trivia. And I was just like, everything in the room stopped. I was just like, wait, what? She kind of looked at me like, wow, I was having this reaction. I was just like... I saw this. I remember this. So my kind of world just got very, very small for a second there. So, uh, uh, and what's even funnier is this person went on to grow up and he opened up a Star Wars themed bar out here in Hollywood called, um, um, uh, what was it called? The Smuggler's Cantina, Smuggler something. I don't know. It's the, it's the Star Wars bar out there in Hollywood. So, uh, he went on to keep being nerdy. So, wow. Small, small world. Well, wow. so so like they were asking questions about this, like on the show, like a, like a quiz off kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a quiz off scenario. Um, I think that they were gonna win Star Wars tickets no matter what. I think that was kind of the pro. I think it was more like just the bragging rights. 
but uh, yeah, it was a very nerdy competition, and just it stuck in the back of my brain like a little flea, like a little tick, taking up vital information for probably math equations that I could have used in school. But instead, I held on to this. I held on to this memory for the reward of just the other day having this connection. But wow! So well, if you, anybody else, if anybody else watched that episode, let me know. Um, I think I have the episode on YouTube pulled up here. Yeah, uh, you can Google it. The, the only thing that they don't put in there is they have to cut to commercial because they ended up tying, and they come back from cr- commercial to do the tiebreaker. So I couldn't find the tiebreaker round on YouTube, but in the description they write what questions were in the tiebreaker, and that's how I knew this was exactly what I remembered. Yeah, 2187 is the number apparently. Uh, they don't have this guy's name in here. But anyway, that's awesome. I want to put that in our show yeah. notes, Mike. Small freaking world, man. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, but I guess I mean that's our that's that's how we wrap up our show this week with Rosie O'Donnell, huh? That's <laughs> who would have thought that she ever would uh, rear her head on this show. Yeah, I I, I kind of forgot she existed for a little bit. So <laughs> I always I always get really concerned, and I kind of have to reel back a little bit because I confuse Rosie O'Donnell in my head with Roseanne, which are two people at very different points in their life in 2019. So you have to kind of I, I'm always kind of like, wait, wait, did I say it right? What, what's going on here? So Rosie O'Donnell, I believe she is still safe. She's not crazy, as yeah. far as I know. Wow. So, well, there you go. Well, Mike, if people know what you're up to this week, um, what you're doing, where can they find you at? Well, if you want to see what I'm watching and what I'm eating, which we talk about at the beginning of every Superhero Slate, you can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram and Twitter. You can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, see what uh, merch and pops you're picking up during this fine holiday season, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87. Uh, you can also have a comic UI. Uh, people want to know more about the shows we're doing, uh, review episodes, so on and so forth. Where can they find us at? Well, all you have to do is visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place you can find all the ways we host our show. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you like to listen to podcasts. We also got our awesome show notes. And if you just kind of go into Google and just search like any sort of like convention or news item and just put Superhero Slate after it, you can do exactly what I did and find out what happened at CCXP last year. And uh, maybe it'll kind of project what will happen this year. So um, we love hearing from you guys. So you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram to reach out to us. We want to know what you're thinking. want to know what you want us to talk about. Uh, we, we love chatting with our fans. And if you want to be a super fan of this show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, Chris. And uh, uh, I don't know if you like Lindor truffles, but they got a new flavor out there called Snickerdoodle. Uh, I tried to get them last year, but then they were gone after the holiday season. I just remember that's the one snack I didn't talk about at the top of the show. So Snickerdoodle, Lindor truffles, very delicious. Yeah, I, uh, I looked for those when I went to Walmart earlier. So definitely got me, got me looking. So we will catch you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. From the butt, the back side of the Kit Kat looks like a dark chocolate Kit Kat. What, what do you consider the butt side? The downward side? The, the larger uh, side? Yeah, I guess the downward side.